This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hey, guys. It's another episode of Maxing You, and you know it's the Relationship Theme Month, and I have a special guest. This might be one of my favorite episodes thus far. If you are single, I want you to buckle up because the information you'll you'll be getting is invaluable. I've got my friend and colleague, Shay Primus, who is a matchmaker, And she and I are going to dish on all the stuff we have learned in the matchmaking industry, all the things that you singles are doing absolutely wrong, and how you can find your person this year. Here's what she has to say. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Maxing You. I'm really excited today because we've got a friend and colleague of mine, Shay Primus, who's also a fellow matchmaker. Hi Shay, how are you? Hey, how are you, Taylor? I'm doing well, thank you. And so, as you all know, we've been talking about relationships for this month of January. And so we've heard from a lot of different people, but I thought, who better to hear from than another matchmaker herself as we dish today on all the details about why you guys are really single. And I promise you, it's not why you think. So Shay, tell me about, <laughs> tell me about um, your business and sort of like your your matchmaking philosophy. Yes. Hi, Taylor. Again, thank you for having me on. I am a matchmaker based in Atlanta. My business is middle-class matchmaker. I match professional, single professionals in Atlanta. Um, and your, your question was very interesting. You said, why are people single? And honestly, I think people are single because they have unrealistic expectations. If I could just sum it up in one word, in in one phrase, that would be it. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And and where do you, what do you think that looks like? I know we've dished about this between ourselves a little bit, but so like, what are clients coming to you wanting? What do you find that's unrealistic about their wants? And I'm happy to sort of share mine too, so we can converse, but. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think people come to the table whenever they come to me and they're hiring for my services, they have a laundry list of things they want. Like they're buying a car. These are the amenities. It needs to have leather seats and heated seats and cooling seats and tent. And, you know, they're just going down the list. But you know what, Taylor, people are not cars and houses. They're not things. People are, we have emotions, we have feelings, we have um, experiences, we have personalities, we have trauma, we have all these things that make us who we are, not just physical features and things, amenities. We have thoughts and beliefs and we grow and we evolve. And you could be, you could be one thing today and something else tomorrow. And the problem is when you come to the table with this laundry list of all these things this person has to have in order to be a match with you, that person may not like you. That person on your list might not even want you, one. And two, you might not even be compatible. So yes, this person now, you're attracted to these things. I can give you this person with all these things. But then when you get ready to talk to each other, 
You may not have anything to talk about. You may be on two different planets as far as your goals and your ambitions and your drive. And, and that's what people don't understand. When, you, when you're talking about matchmaking, it's, it's a life partnership. And it's, it's, so it's so much more than this list of features that somebody has to have. It's so much, we're so much more than that. You're so much more than the description of you, right? Like, yeah. it's really kind of sad that we have, we have taken um, the art of love and love connection to just a checklist of things that a person must have. Yeah. So I, I notice that a lot with people who come to me who have a big list of things that they want. And it's like, well, how many of these things are you actually meeting? But you want them. So I find that that's a problem. And then I also get another spectrum of people who say that they want to find a partner, of course, because they're talking to me, but they can't even define what it is that they're looking for. So like, what are, what does this even look like? They're just like, you know, I want someone who's equal. I, I hear that a lot. Do you ever have people who come to you and they just don't even know what they want? Absolutely. Um, I actually would rather have that person <laughs> that, that yeah. don't know what they want <laughs> than the person with this list, because this person who has this list they are typically oblivious to themselves and oblivious to their flaws and their faults. And a lot of times they don't have the things that they're asking for. So you're asking for this person to be, you know, all these things. And meanwhile, so you want this person to be fit, for example, and you're not. You want this person to be gorgeous and you're not. You want this, you know, so you have all these, these lists of things that you want for this person to be rich and you're not. So it's like, ma'am, sir, do you even meet your own qualifications? Right. No, there's, there's so much of that going on. And, um, you know, like, especially about the looks, and we were just chatting about this a little bit, but it's like, you kind of have what you've been dealt, right? Like the hand that you've been dealt in terms of the looks. And you know what? I think people just need to sort of own it sooner rather than later. Everybody doesn't need to look like a 10, but if you don't look like a 10, you need to figure out how do you make your five work for you? And it's not going to be in the looks. So we're going to have to check off some other boxes of what you're going to bring to the table. And I find that people, at least when they come to me, are sometimes not realistic about that. We have a little bit of a different class of client. So whereas like my clients, the ones who might not be lookers, well, they have the money, they have the accolades, not that, and I'm sure yours have accolades as well, but the, like the, it's a little bit different. And so people are sometimes more willing to bypass the looks because it's like, okay, the financial security is locked in. I can get the purse tomorrow. Like, like that sort of thing. But, but well, and, and I think you can cross over. So if you are, um, I think, I think two things, I think men are able to cross lanes. So if we're talking dating lanes, you know, um, if we assign everybody a number, I think mm-hmm. men are able to jump up if they have money, their currency is money and women are able to jump over if they have beauty, beauty is their currency. I know yes. it sounds archaic. We didn't make these rules. These rules were here way before we got here and they're going to be here when we leave. So right. that's just the way it is. If a man has money, he might be a four, but he can get a 10 because he has right. the money right. to do so. Um, a woman might be a 10, have no money, no education. She can get whomever she wants because she's gorgeous. That's just the way it is. The problem is everybody thinks they're a 10. 
everybody thinks they are a 10 and they're not, you know what I mean? (laughs) So my job is like reality checks. Like, excuse me, excuse me. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, yeah. No, I, I completely get it. And I'll tell you this, and I've shared with you sort of my, a few of my frustrations in the matchmaking industry for some time. I get lots of clients who I get lots of prospective clients. I take on just a handful of them because only a handful of them are ready for Coach T's, you know, real hard advice. I'm just giving it to you. I'm not here to hurt anyone's feelings, um, but I'm also not here to make any friends. I'm here to get you the results that you wanted. Um, And so sometimes that means saying things that people just don't want to hear about ways that they can improve themselves. But I think that's really an important thing. I mean, I've been married now for about nine years, um, almost nine years. And it's a constant work of improvement. And everything in my house is not always peachy. And when it's not, it takes a lot of self-reflection um, to make progress. And so I feel like if you're wanting to be in a relationship, whether you're single or in a relationship, you've got to be willing to work on yourself and put on you know, those non-rose-colored glasses when you're talking about yourself. And people just need to get realistic um, like you, like you were saying, you know, like by the time someone tells me something about myself, I already know it and I've already been working on it. And I think more people should strive to sort of be there instead of taking offense. And that takes vulnerability, right? To first accept, Hey, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We have things we want to work on. We're going to be working on these things to the day we die. Right. We have, right. we have lots to work on. And so many people aren't able to see themselves. And I think part of our job is being able to show people, hold up that mirror and say, hey, this is you. And no one's going to tell you that. Your family loves you. They're not telling you. Your friends love you. They're not telling you. You're paying me. I'm going to tell you. This is you. You have these things to work on. Meanwhile, you're expecting perfection, but you're not willing to work on yourself. That's just never going to happen. That's a recipe for disaster, right? So we have to always remain open, remain vulnerable, remain um, transparent and, and understanding that we have things that we definitely need to work on. Right. And so like, I see a therapist, I have a coach, like, I think everybody has to be constantly working on themselves. And so when I meet people who are, and I'm like, what are your flaws? I don't really have any. That's a big red flag, right? Because everybody has flaws and we all have things that we need to work on. You should be striving on things right now. You should know the things you need to work on. And if you don't know, you're not ready. One of the things I do with my clients, they all see a therapist before we even do anything. First step, meet with the therapist because I need to know what your issues are. What am I dealing with? Any kind of trauma? Have you forgiven yourself? Have you forgiven your ex? Are you ready for love, right? What am I working with? Because if you've got pent up anger, frustration, resentment, we're not going too far, right? Um, and then, and then I do dating coaching with them before I even match them. I feel like everybody needs coaching. You're not just ready to be matched, right? You've got some things, some patterns that you've had that we've got to work through and eliminate so that you don't keep making the same mistakes over and over. And all of that is important. And I think, I think that's, that's our work. Our, our work is cut out for us, Taylor, because we're constantly working on ourselves, but we have to help other people work on themselves at the same time. No, I get it. And I love what you just said about the coaching. So I'm a personal trainer and nutritionist. I have my own coach 
So while I am coaching classes and helping people with that, I have my own coach who makes sure that I'm meeting my metrics and my goals. Um, and so nobody's exempt from anything, uh, you know, from, from getting the help of experts, right? Like most of us could probably figure out our taxes, but we're damn smart enough to know that maybe we should call in the help of somebody else to make sure this goes smoothly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There's always that. So, I, I mean, so I love that. So now let's talk about the people who are sort of in the other ranges, right? So we talked about the women that are very attractive. And then we talked about, and, and maybe they don't have the money, uh, um, maybe they don't have the education, who knows? And then we talked about the men who have a lot of money, who may be like a four, and how they're able to cross lanes, as you said. What about the people who are in the middle? Okay, so these are the people who, you know, they don't have a lot of money. They don't necessarily look so great. What are we doing about them? How do they find love? What, what, what would you say? Yeah, let me caveat this by saying matchmaking is not for everyone. I just want to make sure that we're clear that matchmaking is a luxury service. It is not for everyone, you know, and it's never been designed to be for everyone. Right. It's mm -hmm. always been a luxury service. It's it's and that's why the price points are the way they are. It's just not for everyone. Do I believe everyone can have love? Absolutely. Do I believe everyone can go to you, can go to me and get love? Absolutely not. Right. Um so I want to make sure I'm I'm setting that pace um and make sure we're clear that I don't think matchmaking is for the average Joe Blow. I certainly don't um think matchmaking is for um, it's not necessarily for the wealthy elite only, but it's definitely, it's definitely for a su certain subset of people. It's not for the majority of people. I just want to be clear right. on that. I do think that everyone is entitled to love. Everyone deserves love. I do believe that. Um, and I think most people, um, are humble and just, just, if you have a pure desire for love, I think you can attract that. I think you can attract love into your life if you um, if you have a pure desire. I definitely believe in the laws of attraction, and I definitely you know teach and push that to my clients as well because I think we can all attract the desires of our heart. So for our regular average people, I think there's work that we can all do to just attract, just attract that love. Just to, you can attract your equal. Whatever energy you're putting out, you can attract that back to you. I wholeheartedly believe that right, um, right. that will be pure. That's not going to come with a whole lot of all these extra amenities. That's just going to be the person that is a match for your heart. And I think we all at our basic core, everybody wants that at the end of the day. Uh, I love it. I love the way that you put that. I, I could not agree with that more. That's so true it, because it really is not about all the amenities I mean, I do understand, so with, with my client base, I do understand that people want people who sort of understand their lifestyle, who can fit in with their lifestyle, um, who, you know, I, I get it. And I think all that makes sense. And at the end of the day, I think I do a really good job helping those people find true, authentic love. But it's not an easy task. It's actually pretty hard because it's difficult to find people who actually want um who want the pure love, who, who might have the money and the accolades and all these, all these things. So I completely get that. So like for me, I have a lot of people who come to me all the time and they say, well, like, can I work with you? Do you do anything like a discounted service? I don't do anything like that. But then they say like, do you, can I be in your database? And they might necess not necessarily even be good for the database 
because they still don't fit sort of the description of the type of person who I'm going to be able to match them with. And so for me, I always try to walk away, give them some sort of like takeaway points, right? So for I have a lot of women who come to me who I say, I would recommend doing some fitness and nutrition, something like that. And it's not because I think that there's any perfect weight. I don't think that. I think beauty comes in many different shapes and sizes, but I think taking care of yourself is attractive. Whether that taking care of yourself means that you're a size 12 or taking care of yourself means that you're a size two. And that sort of energy is attractive to someone, somebody who's taking care of themselves. Um, like, do you recommend that people sort of start working on any, any specific category? Absolutely. Um, and I can be very blunt with that. You know, it could be from you need to, I, I had a guy who w wanted my services and he literally had spaces between each tooth, like the size of a tooth between each tooth. Yeah. And I'm just like, you got to get that fixed. Like everyone that sees you, the first thing they're going to see are your teeth. That's your smile. That's the first, that's your business card. You've got okay. to fix that. You got to invest. And he did. He went and got his teeth fixed. And, you know, it oh, made a big difference, you know. And I was like, I'm sure it's going to make a difference in your professional life as well. Right. It's just a basic thing. And so, how yeah, he feels about it himself. And, and how he feels about himself. Absolutely. Carry over. Absolutely. The way you feel about yourself also helps you attract better. So when you when you look better, you feel better, and you attract better. It, it all plays. In. And again, not to be vain, not to be, you know, because right. we all have little things we can fix, but that was a huge thing. And I just told him, like, this, you got to fix that. So to your right. point, whether it be, you know, hey, how often do you work out? Let's get into the gym. I really think you could meet more people if you toned up, if right. you lost your belly or whatever. Those kinds of, that kind of feedback, I definitely give. And you know, sometimes people are receptive to it and sometimes they're not, but you're paying me. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Right. And sometimes they're not, which is the tough thing about being a matchmaker. Because when you, when a client comes to you, I mean, in most businesses, when a client comes to you, that's just like an easy yes. It's like, yes, of course, you know. But when a client comes to you and you're a matchmaker, man, that is a choice. Like, that's a tough decision. That takes a lot of time to decide, is this person going to be right for me? Um, because are they going to take the things that I'm going to tell them? Are they going to take them as criticisms? Or are they going to take them constructively? And then are they going to implement them? Because if they don't, then there's only so much we can do, um, you know. Do you, what do you what do you find um, about clients who come to you in terms of the way that they show up in the world in terms of style? Do you find that they need help in those areas? Oh, absolutely. Um, especially professional women. Right. Oftentimes, their closet is full of work and church clothes. That's it. I'm in the South, so a lot of these women, all they have in their closet, work and church clothes. When we talk about um, because I do a I do a mock date with my clients. And so and I also do a photo shoot with them. So before I do either of those, I have to look in their closet to see what we're working with. So when I'm asking them for an outfit, they need to get an outfit for the photo shoot, for example. It needs to be classy, but it needs to show off your your body, accentuate your curves, et cetera. And all their stuff is down to their ankles. And I'm like, no, ma'am. It's yeah. covering up to their neck. That's not gonna work. Right. So and I realized that 
all their their whole wardrobe is just work clothes and so we have to work on what kinds of clothes can you wear that would accentuate your curves and your body type you know because everybody's body's different and we talk about the difference between being classy and trashy right. but you know when you're single and you go out you are showcasing yourself and you are saying you know hi you know um, I'm, 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 attra- I'm ready to attract someone. And if you're right. covered up to your neck, you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm off the table. I'm off the market. I'm not looking. And right. so that's the message you're sending. And so we definitely have to work on, we have to critique based on style, um, based on their looks. This is a total package, right? And especially in Atlanta, I'm sure you find that in DC, but this is very competitive. So here in Atlanta, you have a beautiful woman on every corner. Oh, you're successful. There's a successful woman on every corner, you know? So it's like, you have to make yourself stand out. How are you going to stand out? How are you making someone go, oh, that one, that's the one I want. Right, right. We have to work on that. I mean, there's so much about the art of the sale, right? And that people just are not getting. And, you know, if you think that this guy is attractive or you think that this woman is attractive, so does everybody else who's in this room. And so what's going to differentiate you from them when it's time to sort of make things happen? And I find that I hear a lot of people chirping about online dating. And we can chat about that in a second. But, you know, they say that there's not great quality of people online. But I would beg to differ that maybe that they're maybe attracting the less qual- the lesser quality of people who are in that pool, because I think if you can make yourself stand out and you can differentiate and, you know, sell your qualities, then those people, the ones, the good ones are going to be attracted to you. Those people who get like hundreds of DMs in the, you know, in the app or whatever, they're going to be attracted to you. But like, no, right now you're getting the low quality people, the low hanging fruit, because that's what you're presenting. And most of the time it's their pictures. With online dating, your picture is all you have, right? So you've <laughs> right. got two seconds to make somebody swipe left or swipe swipe right. And if you're if it's a work picture, that's probably gonna make them pass, right? So right. what are you what's what does your picture look like? You know, if it's post you're posting pictures with your kids, swipe right. You know, and, and I'm and I'm just being honest because people need to know what right. Whatever pictures you post, it has to be something that's attractive, that makes someone go, I want to get to know this person. And that's, we can tell you what that picture needs to look like. But most of the time, the pictures they post bathroom selfies and, (laughs) you know, it's not the bathroom selfie. I hate those. I hate those. Oh, and you know what's the worst? It can be the most attractive guy in the world. And you are, I see the bathroom. Oh, it's off. It's off. I mean, even the girls with too many of those mirror selfies with the phone and the picture and stuff, I cannot stand that. And all it takes, all it takes is for you to go get a like friend, right? To take a picture of you really quickly. And that's it. Like, it's not going to cost you any exorbitant amount of money. It just is going to require a little bit of effort, right? Right. Just like take the picture. So I think those little things go a really long way. Um, But if you had to end this by telling the listeners the three things that they can do right now to change their dating prospects for 2021, what would those three things be? Oh, 
That's a great question. Yeah, I'm going to first, I'm going to start with your mindset, right? Because mm -hmm. that's number one. We are what we attract. You, what you think is what is, right? So I would say you create your own reality. So you need to start um, by eliminating that stinking thinking and you need to speak positively. You need to think positively. Mm -hmm. You need to think um, in a healthy format to attract that that you want. And, and right. so definitely going to start with that. Next thing I will say, invest in some professional pictures. If you're, especially if you're doing online dating, even if you're working with a matchmaker, we like professional pictures yeah. too. Get some professional pictures, um, you know, and then I would say, you know, take a, do a self inventory, whether it's physical, emotional, what, what is it? What's something that you can work on? You know, do I need to drop a few pounds? Should I go to a therapist? Do I need to go to the dentist? Like, do a self inventory of some things that you can work on for you. And I'm telling you, when you feel better, you attract better. It just makes a big difference. So that's what I would say, you know, and, and just be open. A total thing is just be open, have realistic expectations. Yeah. You know, for self evaluation, you can kind of see the things that you've been doing wrong, what you've been settling for, what you've been, the boundaries you didn't have up. You need to look at what you've done wrong to attract the people that you've attracted. Cause we all, we have to own the folks that we attract as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to own our relationship. That, that's powerful. That can take you really far. No, it, it can it can take you so far and it can be the biggest game changer, right? Because you've got to focus on the things that are within your control. So you can't control necessarily the, you know, the way that you were made, right? The way that you look. But we can enhance things. We can enhance things. We can show off our better features. We can work on ourselves. We, I mean, there's so much stuff that we can do. Um, but I think you're right. It's just people implementing and first of all, having that mindset change because you, what you are putting out there, you're saying like, there's no good people out there. Well, then you know what? The universe is not going to show you that there are any good people out there. It's that's just how it is. Right. And if you already have this idea that online dating, there are no good people on it. Don't even sign up for the damn thing because you're not going to find anybody. I, we already know. <laughs> right? right. That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, I so appreciate you being on, and I know that the viewers have probably gotten a lot of great information. If someone wanted to find you or your matchmaking company, what could they do? They can go to www.mcmatchmaker.com. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, we'll see you next time. I'm sure this is not the last time we'll see you. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. That was a lot of info, guys, but really practical tips that you could absolutely implement today. If you find any of this information helpful, then you probably should look at our masterclass, our free masterclass, all about strategic dating, which you can sign up for again for free in the link below. And I'll see you on the next episode.